I don't know if you're going to necessarily think this is an objection depending on what your business is, but when you're selling a license base, let's say software, and they're like, hey, I'm going to start with 15. They come back, like I talked to my boss, we're going to start with one. So they're still going to buy from you, but it's at a ridiculously reduced rate. Is it just to kick the tires or just because that one person is just authentically the only person who wants it? Usually they're locked. That's a that's a hard one and a timeless one. I mean, my first impulse would be to try and really deeply understand why it is that they made that decision. I don't necessarily know how to just like on the spot overcome that as an objection. But if we can drill down to the root and like learn that it's because they just want to share one license because someone wasn't comfortable paying for it, then there's like the opportunity to maybe point out some flaws and maybe some assumptions that they have that aren't necessarily accurate in terms of what they'll be able to achieve with just one license. Um, yeah, how, how have you guys thought about that in the past? Because that's a tricky one. Does anyone else here sell software on a license-based model? Maybe not. It's hard. <clears throat> I mean, the, the biggest thing, yeah, is I use a Chris Voss style objection handling strategy where I just try to understand where they're coming from. Uh, the, the two places it leads is, yeah, we're going to share it or we're going to do a deal desk situation where we're going to have all of our reps send their documents to one person and then they'll upload it to Pandadoc and send it out because they don't want to pay for the licenses. What what's like the pain there? What what what's sort of the pain for the users and the Pandadoc admins all sharing one license? The pain is that it's it's a slow process and there's a lot of bottlenecks and potential mistakes. I bet that's it's right. also Sorry. like fifteen grand less. <laughs> yeah. At, at, at Toggle, when they're when they're trying to get, because we we make commission on ARR, so like when they when they're trying to go monthly, um, there's I have to pretty much like I'm still going to onboard them either way, but I'm really trying to get them to go annual. So we we basically withhold any sorts of really detailed onboarding for ARR, and I'll effectively say, yeah, time tracking is a simple enough template, but the problem with it is it is a template, and the fact that you have a template, you're going to have the human nature to fill it out, and that's not not always the right way to use Toggle. Like there, there's there's some subtlety to it, and then I kind of describe the onboarding and like what that's the way they get as a result of it. So sort of driving into the pain of sharing one license, just like I can't drive in the pain of not being onboarded, might be a, a good place to start. Love it. Reed's in the waiting room, by the way, Nick. Yeah, one thought is um, if they're going to have their entire sales team of like 10 or 12 reps dependent on a deal desk or a quoting desk, um, one thought that came to mind is you can ask them, how t how often do you run into like time sensitive opportunities? Like, do you have a pretty short and, and speedy sales cycle? Because if so, that person is going to be dealing with X number of opportunities per day or per week. And that's going to get really cumbersome on their admin load to the point where it probably doesn't make sense to have just like a dedicated salary for creating proposals. Um, the other thing is like, what kind of risk does the business run into if that person has to suddenly disappear for a week. Like, are you screwed? Because that's not the kind of situation that we want you to run into. Like as an insurance policy for the business, could it be worth it to drop an extra couple of grand just to A, 
not have to run into these bottlenecking issues, B, not have to overburden someone with just like administrative crap that they probably didn't sign up to do full time, and then C, not have risk of a single point of failure. Are there any like functional worst case scenarios like beyond just like, yeah, it's like just like if you had like one Zoom info, like if we had an admin do like Zoom info, had one license, people just submit a request to her and they'd come back with the lead, just cumbersome, ridiculous, and just like overloaded the admins in the office. Is there like, aside from that sort of thing, is there anything else like functionally that, that makes it more challenging to use? Like, is there a way that the system get overloaded or maybe do something like wrong? Just like some other way to like kind of give them a fear of loss. Yeah, if uh, multiple people are trying to work on the same document with one license, it messes everything up and it'll oftentimes not save. Uh, but it's it's hard to appeal to... So what I'm trying to figure out is it's hard to appeal to logic when people are like this because it's not a logical decision to go from 15 to one license. And oftentimes when you remind them of this stuff, they're just like, yeah, but it's you know 15 grand or $500. You know, I'm going to take the 500. And if we do see issues like you're describing, then we can just buy more but it's so much less. So it's, you know, it's hard. I, I think like the, the method that I've taken is I just go, I'm not going to sell you one. I just tell them I'm not going to do it. I, I'll turn down the deal. And then well, that will get them to ask me why. There's no self-serve model in PandaDoc? There is, but it's like, I don't agree with what you're doing and I, I'd rather you go through the website if you want to go through me and get onboarding and figure out the right way to do this, I'm happy to discuss it. There it is. Like, Which one do you want to do? There it is. I think that's more than fair. There, there's, um, you're, it's not, it's not a one-sided thing. They, there's a reason that he's talking to you. You have something he wants. Pandadocs, I mean, from just having used Pandadoc, it's definitely easy to use once you're set up. But I think I'd have like a bitch of a time trying to set it up myself. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, and that that there there it is. I think it would probably help to attack this from like a sympathetic approach, uh, at least framing it that way, where you call out right on the spot. Okay, yeah, I've seen this before. I'm guessing you're doing this to save money, and that makes sense. I see where you're coming from, but I can't, in good faith, allow you to do that. And here are the reasons why. Um, that way you're putting yourself in the position of like, I'm trying to help you. I know what you're thinking, but this is a mistake. You can go do it on your own, but I'm not going to um, let you fall like this. Do you guys like that? I, I feel that way too. Do you think that's appropriate overall? Like I'm always in the back of my head. Like, is someone going to get pissed at me for doing that? But I believe deep down that it'll close more revenue for the business and also be better for the customer doing it but i have a feeling that some people don't see it that way it's the worst case scenario if they get pissed at you my worst case scenario and reed you can attest to this um the person reached out to our ceo <laughs> and got all pissed about it so it's one of those things where i'm like kind of iffy about it but i agree i want to do it that's why i want to work for myself <laughs> it's like i don't have to worry about the ceo getting reached mm -hmm. out to He's got to do it nicely. Yeah, people probably already, yeah, people probably already disagree with the current strategy of I'm just not going to sell you. So if if you can experiment and and play around with other methods like what Logan suggested and they work better, um, you're just 
pissing off a different demographic. Some people are just pissed off. <laughs> I think all. it's kind of a combination of what Logan said and I said. I think what I said was a little too heavy-handed. Um, like kind of coming into it with a sympathetic approach is definitely the move. And you know, like in, in the same way, like if I really wanted to, I could onboard someone like going monthly in Toggle, but I just aren't, I don't get paid for that. Um, so and then I bring it back to policy. I don't say, hey, you're too small or you're, you can't afford annual, so I'm not onboarding you. I say, hey, like, it's nothing I can do about it. Like, it's, it's, it's policy. I don't tell them it's my policy, but it's, but it's policy. Um, yeah. Putting pressure on the deal. Patrick, I like your line. I've used it pretty effectively where, because I feel like 9.9 .9 times out of 10, they're going to share the licenses, which is just plain and simple against our terms of service against the law, if you want to put it that way. And <laughs> I like, uh, yeah, I'll just say, look, we've had a problem with people sharing licenses, especially of recent and all our calls get recorded. So I'm just to be completely honest, I have to put a flag on your account right now, if you're going to go to that uh, few amount of users. And that would just be a really shitty way to start our relationship if we had to like cancel your account because you guys were sharing something like that. Is it easier or harder for your competitors to share the same? Like, can I say like, oh, I'm going to DocuSign. Like, it, 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 they went into the same problem there. DocuSign uses a volume-based model, and they're able to track it. So they don't run into that same issue. Yeah, that's why, that's why sharing ours is so appealing, because it's unlimited. So in theory, if you want to have 10 people share one license, yeah, you can... Um, it's almost like unlimited for free, basically, like for 500 bucks. But uh, yeah, also, I mean, when it's a sales use case, I try to appeal. I'm like, wait, what? You're going to deal desk this? So your salespeople are going to have to go to someone to see when people are looking at their documents, when they're commenting on their documents, you know, who to follow up with at the end of the month. And I think a lot of times people don't think about that too. So from that vantage point, appealing to their self-interest and their sales team's performance. Um, I've used that a couple of times to, to get effect. Okay. I, 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 like I hear this objection and it strikes me that they, do they understand how DocuSign actually works? Because even just with my, my own limited knowledge, it, it seems like it works best when the individual reps kind of have their own account. Am I wrong about that or? No, it's just so much less. Like Reed said, it's like getting it for free and they see the minor inconvenience because they haven't used it yet um, as being worth it because you can be, you know, $15,000 less at a very minuscule investment. Right. That's a lot of thousand. You know, sometimes 40. So it's like, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, I get that. So a lot of it comes down to making sure they trust you and that what you're saying is true because we don't really like mess with the trials too much. So a lot of it comes down to how the demo goes and how the conversation goes. So I, mm -hmm. I always try to go back to that too. But yeah, I feel yeah, good we, on this one, guys. Oh, I was just gonna say real quick, we, we can track to some degree whether they're sharing licenses, there's different things, activities that will, we'll, uh, you know, they'll, they'll put off little tripwires, so to speak. So we do run like email cadences for people who are we think sharing licenses. So you can just tell that to them and almost be their friend in that equation. And say like, look, we have these things. I don't, if you guys are gonna share those, I'm just telling you right now, you don't wanna go down that hole cause it's not gonna end pretty. Love it, thank you guys.